Thank you, everyone, for listening in on the John and Tom Talks podcast. Uh, if you want to uh, help us out, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. John, do we have any reviews? Here's one we got from N.V. James. He said, I'm loving this podcast. It's fun and good listening. A great find. Did you guys have to go into your bunker last night with all the storms coming through? <laughs> uh, no tornado warnings around here. Usually. No. No. So there's tornado watch or there's there's levels, right? Severe thunderstorm, tornado watch, and then tornado warning. Mm. Tornado warning is when something is imminent uh, right above you that is perfect for creating a tornado. And that's when we kind of like, yeah, let's um, get some flashlights and, you know, don't wake up the kids yet. Just uh, (laughs) get get prepared uh, in case the power goes out and in case there is a tornado. Um, And then if if I see one or there was reports of one uh, close to us, that's when we really take shelter. But. We weren't even in a tornado warning. There were no sirens. It was just a tornado watch in, in where I live. But it's always exciting. No, yeah. I, I uh, What I tend to do when things start popping up on my phone, I go outside. I go, <laughs> and then next thing you know, my other neighbors are outside, and everybody's looking. Where, yeah. where is this? What are you going to look at a dark what sky? What are you? <laughs> well, I want to see. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what I see, you know, and it was still, you know, the sun was still up, but it was very dark, you know, outside, but the sun, you could clearly see like, uh, you know, that the sun was up because low in the sky, it's daytime, you know, but overhead, it's very dark with those heavy clouds. And uh, yeah, I go out and I look, I go, wow, look at this, you know, I don't see anything dropping. And then my other neighbor's like, nah, it's okay. It's actually happening east of us or west of us or. Yeah, we're not going to see anything. And I'm like, uh, I see something right now. He goes, nah, that's nothing. That's blowing through. <laughs> it's just low clouds. That's nothing. The one, the last time it happened, it was this spring. We were outside. You know, all the neighbors were outside. We're All the guys, you know, were outside. And as we're watching, <laughs> lightning strike, like close. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I think we're, our party's over. Our party's over. Let's... Uh, Let's get crack-a-lacking. Party is over, and we're in the house. And it started <laughs> to rain immediately after that. The safety so, of our wooden houses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, made of paper, paper and sticks. Uh, the real question is, mm. uh, not Mother Nature, mm. right, causing a, a a big storm or a big cataclysmic event. Yeah, yeah. The question is, what are you going to do when there's a nuclear event uh, near us, on us, near us, around us? Doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll uh, affect everybody. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Uh, yeah, no. With all the, uh, you know, the news that I'm hearing lately, and I don't. I know we don't talk about the news, and we're not, you know, a news sure show. Do. Yeah, but not in the sense of hey, you know, this is what's going on in the news, but but as of late, you know, I'm I'm hearing a lot of weird, you know, 
broadcasting that they're saying, you know, hey, you know, New York put out this video about what to do in the event of a nuclear bomb that gets dropped on New York. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I grew up in New York and I knew the history of when, you know, duck and cover happened and they were teaching the kids, you know, back in the thirties. And no, that would be, that would have been like in the fifties, right. With Mm -hmm. the cold war, you know, duck and cover. And you'll see a lot of, uh, uh, you know, strong buildings, uh, either hospitals or uh, schools or um, big apartment buildings, you know, made out of heavy brick. And they'll put these signs, you know, these old signs that I've seen my whole life, even in schools, uh, which is a nuclear shelter. You know, it's a nuclear shelter sign. It's three triangles. And it's very common to see that, you know, but I didn't know this. Wouldn't it be just go to the subway? Was that one uh, an area? Uh, you I, I don't recall because the the signs are on buildings, but I would imagine uh, that you could see them. I just don't recall seeing them in the subway, um, but I wouldn't be surprised that you would see them in the subway. Typically, you would see them, you know, on uh, either large apartment buildings that have basements or schools or or a hospital, you know, in your neighborhood, you'd walk around and you'd see like, oh, look at this sign. And that kind of reminds you of a history of a time when, you know, people were thinking about nuclear war, you know, and uh, during the Cold War. And since then, if you probably go into one of those structures, you're not going to find anything in there. You might find, you know, a basement with boxes of supplies but nothing that's pertinent that'll help you in the event of a nuclear disaster you know you might find a a laundromat or you know so what do you do books so what do you do you stay put uh according to the video yeah according to the video it says uh seek shelter as in low-lying areas or or inner part of the building um and stay there until the authorities tell you that it's okay to come out. But that's pretty naive. I mean, if a nuclear <laughs> rocket lands in the middle of Times Square or Central Park. Everybody's toast. Um, Certainly in New York City, the borough of New York City is gone. So I don't think anything's going to help you there. Uh, you know, no hiding in an inner building when the whole Everything above the you know, the surface is gone. Right. Uh, all the outer boroughs would be totally impacted by uh, um, by radiation. So, no, I don't see any of that video being helpful <laughs> a, a, for a New York resident in, in the event, other than to leave now. <laughs> If you want to survive, why don't you leave New York now if you want to survive? Because New York is a major target of any uh, uh, country that wants to blow us up. So, Yeah, the people with bunkers are going there now, right? There's no point of having one and going after (laughs) a bomb. No. 
No, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I mean, a lot of homes in New York have, uh, um, basements when I, my, my parents' house had a basement and, uh, it's below the, you know, below the ground, below the surface of the earth, but it's, uh, um, I don't think that that would have kept us safe in the event of, uh, a nuclear disaster because there were windows, you know, right high on the wall was a window. So, you know, kind of like, uh, remember that movie, um, uh, War of the Worlds with Tom mm-hmm. Cruise? Mm-hmm. And he went into a basement and you could see the light from outside while he's in the basement because the right. windows are high. That was my basement in New York. It was like that. So, um, you know, you're not totally under underground right, right. in that basement. And most basements are like that because I think for fire code, if there's a fire in a basement and you're stuck there, you want to be able to get out. Um, even my home in, uh, you know, when my wife and I got married and built our home and it had a basement, but it also had windows that you can climb out if you needed to. Um, so that wouldn't help us, you know, right. at least protecting us from what's going on. And if the whole roof is gone because the house is gone, you're kind of exposed anyway. So, uh, I, I think that that video probably upset people. If you watched it, you'd probably be like, what is going on? And you have to get on the news and find out that, uh, North Korea is shooting rockets and, Hold on. Uh, Russia is it's, it's, warning. How are you going to you know, get the news? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I mean, I mean, before, I mean, like right now, oh, I think right yeah. now, right now, today, if you saw the video that they posted in New York about what to do in the event of a nuclear disaster, you would go on the news and find out, hey, why would they send right, this right. out to all the citizens? And you would have to say, oh, well, what's on the news? And you'd go on the news and see that uh, uh, Kim in North Korea is uh, shooting rockets, uh, you know, ballistic rockets at South Korea. And we have a major force there. And Russia is threatening nukes on Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And they're getting all their stuff ready. And... China is starting to move troops. Yep. And you're and like, uh, wait a minute, what's happening here? Should I be concerned? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to <laughs> watch the news or read the news. I just listen to what the authorities tell me. Oh, and how are you <laughs> going to get this information from the authorities that are absent at the wheel? I trust the communication and I'll stay put. I'll stay in place. Um, John, I know that you live in, uh, in an area that is, uh, tornado prone, right? So yep. tornado uh, alley, yeah. tornado alley. All right. I'm in Which part is a big of area. Yeah, it's a large area. Yeah. It's not and, just one state. Yeah, but your state is known <laughs> for tornadoes. There was actually a play, right? That I recall or a movie. Oh, Oklahoma yeah. is a place. <laughs> no, that's the. There's a musical called Oklahoma. Yes, yes, yes. But there's yes. A, a, a a movie called Twister. Yes, with, and that uh, isn't that also set in? Yes, and they yeah, have okay. a they have a museum <laughs> where they taped part of that. Yeah. So so um, 
I'm going to ask you, uh, I would think that since that's something that's kind of, you know, kind of in the forefront of what to do in the event of a major disaster, that you would be prepared. You would have prepare you. Do you, do you have a bunker? Do you have some sort of a place I will tell to go? you right now for the record. Yes. There is no bunker here. <laughs> so when there's an emergency, don't come here. <laughs> oh my goodness. The, the, uh, uh, now do your neighbors have, do you know of your neighbors that have some sort of, uh, no protection? No, we don't, we don't have a, a tornado, um, plan. <laughs> what no they're called there uh, there's a name for them but it's essentially a metal box above right. ground that's what right. they do today because the the ones below ground tend to flood if mm-hmm. there's a lot of rain in the tornado in the storm system so um that ended up killing some people a while back in oklahoma city uh when they had a tornado like that so most new construction they just uh, put in above ground metal yeah boxes. it's uh my local uh, Home Depot has uh, right in front when you walk in. Like, what's funny is that I don't see it in the summer and I don't see it in the winter. But like in the spring and the fall, right in the front when you come in, there's a huge metal That's container. when it happens, spring. And it's this heavy steel thing with a door and and a little chair that is very uncomfortable if I had to sit in there. <laughs> it's a little short seat. I'm like, uh, while the whole world is blowing up around me, I think I want to at least have a comfortable seat to sit in, you know, <laughs> not this metal bench. Well, they're typically like the smallest one, I think is three by five. And it's, I think, up to six people, yeah. four people you comfortable. Six people in there? Yeah. And you're not there for long. You're there until the storm passes and you're out, right? Um, so this, it's not designed for comfort. <laughs> You're not going to live there for days. Right. Um, my father-in-law put one in, but he put one in planning for the whole family. So his is, is like eight by 10. I mean, it's, it's big and he has power running to it and it's a, it's a, it's a luxury one. <laughs> but let's go back, let's go back to, uh, um, nuclear yes in in a nuclear so yeah no 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 so no Uh, so non-existent you have no yes no (laughs) so uh you know if if all of a sudden you hear an alarm and you go on the news and they say eminent rockets hitting the mainland you we don't have a plan i don't have a plan you got a plan uh, I will find my family and hug them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I will find yeah. my family and hug them. That's your because plan? Because that's, <laughs> that's all you can do. <laughs> I'll probably call my parents. Oh, man. Yeah, there's no, there's no plan. Nobody has a plan. These preppers have a plan, but they may not have thought of everything either. Yeah. The no, only I... people that will survive when that happens are the people that are in a, a a bunker out in Kansas that they build. I don't know if you know about this. I saw this recently. They build luxury homes out of these missile silos in, right. I think it's Kansas, maybe South Dakota, somewhere north from here, where there's nothing. 
<laughs> uh, I say there's nothing, but these are in fields uh, that have nothing. And if you're in there, you have a chance of surviving. And these things are luxury, right? They come with its own power, its food for a while. I mean, you'll be fine. But when you come up out of there, there's nothing. It'll so, be the Twilight yeah. Zone episode when they <laughs> come back. <laughs> With the glasses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that those are the only people surviving uh, nuclear tech. Everybody yeah. else is gone. No, I, I, um, I think that you can purchase one of those, you know, from the United States government, you can purchase those uh, mm-hmm. abandoned silos. And then build your home. And I saw somebody, I think, on YouTube that did that. And he put his home in a section of because it's very large. The silo yeah. is is very large. Several stories. Yeah. Yes. And uh the the one area looked like a home, normal home that he built from scratch, literally, in the bunker. And then there's another part that's kind of like a garage area. You know, and he would say, well, this is where, you know, the rockets used to be and they still have a gear in there and equipment that was left, you know, that he probably wouldn't know what to do with. But, uh, you know, and then he has, he showed the blast doors that he can open and close. And I was like, whoa, Mm. that's not a bad idea. (laughs) So let's say you'd survive. Okay. For some miracle. Yeah. Let's say. You survive so Maybe and where and where other, did i from where i live right now from where you live right now okay okay somehow your the initial blast protected boom, and yeah. yeah your neighbors are gone your house is still there you're oh alive. man <laughs> oh man uh, other people are obviously alive but nobody you know around you is alive anymore so yes, what do you yes. what do you do next you come out of your house you know with the smell of radiation in the yeah. air <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, you get your bug out bag with your guns, right? That's the first thing that you that you get. And right. You're outside. Um, what do you do? Well, the here's the thing. Like right now, in my bug out bag that I have, that I have a survival book that I would have to start reading. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd sit and read for a few hours. That's the first thing you would do. <laughs> And then, well, if I got my bug out bag and I got to read the survival book, what to do? I got to know what to do. I don't know what to do. Should I read it now? Maybe I should read it now. But uh, I have that in my book. I have my little fishing gear. So I could, you know, I have some some tools in there. When was the last time um, you went fishing? <laughs> it's been a while. And, and, I, and it wasn't from anything in that bag. I could tell you that. You're going to learn really fast. That's you know, <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, I guess I would have to start trying to, um, because of, I would think that at that point, all electricity is gone, you know, so no, yeah, you're no back phones, in, no, no phone, electricity, phone, no electricity. I used to have a, a, a radio, you know, an AM radio, portable mm-hmm. radio, yep. but, uh, uh, it's broken. I don't know what I just didn't, it's, I don't know, it's probably made in that country that we won't name uh, it didn't really last long um, which means i'm gonna have to start shopping for a new radio but you know i i would probably pull out a i would try to find a radio some source of communication look around see who's still around 
um, probably run over and start getting supplies, but I don't, I don't know how, how far I can go because probably my vehicle wouldn't be able to start. Where are you going to go? Well, <laughs> I would probably go to Walmart. <laughs> To start ransacking the food. Start ransacking. <laughs> uh, but you can only carry so much, you know, so I'd probably, okay. uh, uh, but Walmart doesn't have any kind of uh, masks or anything that you could wear over your head to protect you. So I would probably, next up would be uh, Cabela's, <laughs> get some ammo. And, uh, you know, other people are going to have the same idea. Probably, probably. Yeah. And then, it, well, if they're around. I mean, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. And then I have to, I have to shoot some wackos. People that are panicking, I'd probably have to shoot someone to say, "Hey, calm down, everybody, calm down." No, you calm down. Oh, <laughs> right. And next thing you know, bang. Oh, I'm everybody a little more down. hopeful. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I would expect that from criminals that behavior, but I think. If that happened and I encountered yes. other normal people like you and I yes. at Walmart, I don't think we'd start shooting each other immediately after the blast. Maybe when things started getting more scarce and lives were at stake, then yes, we'd probably shoot each other. Do you, I don't know if you've seen the movie, uh, uh, it's a Brad Pitt movie, uh, World War Z. Not World War Z. Was it World War Z? Yeah, World Zombies? War Z. Now, in that movie, yes, it's about zombies. Um, and uh, but the 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 part that was important about the movie was the scene where he his daughter has an asthma condition, which I do, and mm-hmm. I remember that scene very well. Uh, Put that on your list. Yeah, get some asthma some medication in my in, in my <laughs> bag in my bug out bag. <laughs> But, uh, you know, his daughter was having an asthma attack and they stopped at a local pharmacy supermarket kind of kind of place. It was like a supermarket with a pharmacy in the back. And he pulls into the parking lot and it is chaotic. Okay, there's people running in and out, cars hitting other cars. People just it's free for all. Okay. Right. And there's a scene that there's a police officer there. And he's not doing police officer stuff. He's doing, I got to get some bread and milk stuff. Right. Right. (laughs) Right? So there's no structure of a policeman trying to, you know, contain order. Right. There's no, there's, it's, people are going to start going nuts. Exactly. And we had a little taste of that during COVID, you know, that people kind of started going to the store and buying stuff and getting stuff and yelling at each other because somebody took too many paper towel rolls and toilet paper rolls and they started yelling at each other. Yeah, yelling. Know. Yeah, over that. You <laughs> I know? guess that's where it starts, is yelling. <laughs> right, you start yelling, you grab it. I don't even think in that situation, there ain't going to be no yelling. They're going to be grabbing and, uh, yeah, you're going to have to shoot somebody. You know, and you're going to have to do, there's not going to be a lot of rational behavior. I don't think if there's a lot of people, you know, um, if uh, a lot of people were taken out, then I guess most of them died then. Let's hope most of them get blown up. All these crazies. Uh, 
but um, you know, you'd probably want to stop at a, at a, uh, a pharmacy and take uh, antibiotics, take uh, some gauze and, you know, first aid stuff. And uh, <clears throat> in my case, I'd probably start going into the woods, you know, because mm-hmm. you kind of want to uh, be more around trees and stuff, you know, and, and more na- natural stuff. Because if you're on the highway or roads or whatever, you're going to be uh, pretty exposed. People are going to want to take stuff from you. You'll be encountered by marauders. Yeah. Those are the zombies that you got to <laughs> watch out for. So, you know, if people can't, you know, once once all this stuff is cleared out, I mean, you know, you know what happened when you're in COVID. There's only maybe two days, three days, maybe four days worth of stuff in a local Walmart, you know, and you would clean that out quick. Yeah, that's know? true. Um, even now, I mean, I've, I've gone to Walmart recently and there's not a lot of food right now. You know, there's not a lot of meat in the shell. There's a lot of spaces in there right now. So even with the price of everything being so high. They're, they don't have a lot of supplies. Right. So uh, I would say that uh, I would hope that we would be blown up in the initial. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. <laughs> you know. Let's hope for your take. Uh, let's hope for, yeah, no kidding. That would be. Uh, would you like go towards um, Florida or where your sister lives? Would you stay put? Did you I, try to find other people that live in your area? I mean, I, uh, it'd be a four-day walk for you to come here, so I don't know if you want to do that. No, no. It, the <laughs> um, I I pulled up uh, a couple of days ago. I pulled up a map of the United States that shows uh, oh, what are the major targets, right? All the major cities in the United States uh, that would probably have a missile, right, pointed at it. And uh, every major city had dots, had little dots on it, multiple Mm -hmm. dots. New York City was, you couldn't even see a dot. It was like Mm -hmm. a big blob on there. Uh, California, LA, San Francisco, blob. I mean, there's a lot of rockets going Mm -hmm. for those cities. Chicago, boom. You know, you would say Dallas, boom. Uh, um, You know, just all over. You know, all major, you know, uh, uh, Phoenix, um, all, all the major cities, right? Right. Forget gone. So if you're anywhere within hundreds of miles from these cities, you're gone. All right? You're gone. And there's going to be one wave and another wave of rockets. Forget it. It's gonna, there's not going to be a lot of people left, you know. And, and if in per chance any chance that you did survive you would be injured you would be exposed to radiation so you might last maybe a couple of days to a couple of weeks you know i don't see a future and i know this is a pretty depressing episode right now <laughs> well you got to make it funny yeah I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see, I don't see how, you know, we can uh, have a very uh, uh, good future in that event. So I would hope that uh, we we never get to that. You know, I mean, uh, we were pretty close during the Cuban Missile Crisis. 
Um, a lot of people don't realize how close we were. You just take one visit to that uh, um, Dealey Plaza Museum here in Dallas, Mm-hmm. and you kind of quickly realize that we were pretty dang close. Closer than we are today? I don't know, but I know that we were, at that time it was just two countries, you know, mm-hmm. um, having issues. And now we got Iran, we got China. That's we the got thing, yeah. Russia, it, we got launch. India and Pakistan have gotten problems. You got North Korea, South Korea. We got a, it's, we have a very volatile situation with multiple players, you know, which I don't think we had that. If one rocket's in the air, if if one of the countries decides, I'm going to shoot one and it gets in the air, you got two options. You're either going to be able to shoot it down Mm. or you're going to launch one yourself towards where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you gotta, can't shoot it down, then that, that that's the beginning of the end of civilization. Exactly. <clears throat> two ro- two two nuclear bombs, uh, nuclear rockets would end a lot for sure. Oh, it's you know, and 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 in the time that it takes, even with all our technology, all of the satellites that we got going on, uh, you know, all of that stuff. You still have to, you need time to identify where did it come from? Where is it going? How fast is it going? How long is it going to take? You know, and, and yeah, we have a lot of technology, but you got to know. And then is it a nuclear weapon? Is, did anybody say anything before? Was any communicate? You know, there's a lot to, to figure out before you say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting mine back, you know? Um, and the fact that, you know, North Korea shot all those rockets this, this past week, just willy nilly near Japan, right? It was near Japan. No, no, no. North Korea shot, uh, ballistic missiles close to the border of South Korea. I thought it was Um, somewhere somewhere near the the sea near Japan or something. Anyway. Yeah. No, no, no. They, they, from my understanding, uh, the United States and South Korea are doing practice exercises Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, uh, North Korea doesn't like that because they say you guys are preparing for battle. And I say battle because they've been at war since when North Korea and South Korea were fighting. So they've never really stopped fighting. In North Korea. North Korea is a whole other episode. Yeah, I know, I know. But the uh, the <laughs> issue is that he said, oh, they're getting ready for an attack. Everybody, let's start shooting rockets. And he shot rockets close to the border. Yeah. Um, as a quote-unquote warning, right? Let's say they were nuclear, you know? Uh, and all of a sudden, all this starts happening there, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, that's that's and he did it this past week. He did it. He shot those rockets, and then South Korea shot some back. You know, and you're like, well, wait, these guys, oh, we 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 oh, hold the phone here, <laughs> right? All of a sudden, somebody with rational thinking's got to say, hey, 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 we can't be doing that. All right. right. You got two kids in the playground and they start messing around. Somebody's coming and say, hey, hey, cut this funny business out. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have that person, you know, uh, that can say, you know, 
slow the f down people yeah. you know and and, and and we got a war right now russia and ukraine are battling every day you know and and uh that's a whole other episode too <laughs> right and russia is saying hey if you guys are helping these guys i'm gonna shoot my nuclear rocket in there right you know which doesn't help him i don't know how how that even helps russia i mean that's like saying uh uh, oh, we're gonna shoot a, a rocket into uh, uh, Montreal. <laughs> You're like, what? That's like right there. That's right next to New York. I'm gonna shoot a nuclear rocket right there to you know Montreal, you know, or or uh, uh, or you know Mexico right next door. I mean, you don't do that. You know, that's not gonna help the, their cause, in my opinion. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, shooting a, a nuclear rocket from Russia to the United States is one thing. Shooting a nuclear rocket from Russia to Ukraine, they're, they're neighbors, you know, that to me doesn't, no matter how crazy you are, that doesn't sound like a logical thing to do. Well, just, know? just a small one. <laughs> <laughs> just a little one, just a little, little, yeah. I, I'm only four warheads instead of 10. <laughs> I, I'm assuming they come in different sizes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they? yeah. Don't they? I mean, rocket, regular rockets come in different sizes. You know, there's a thing called atmosphere here, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got we got something here called an atmosphere that kind of moves air from one place to another, usually from west um, to east. From my understanding, my little understanding of when I was a kid, weather. We used to buy fireworks, yeah, to blow up ant hills. And they came in different sizes, okay? You'd get the little uh, bomb. They called bombinga, little bomb. Yes. And then you'd have the bigger ones that did yes. a little more damage. Yes. Is yes. that not the case with nuclear rockets? Yes, yes. Okay. They have ones with warheads. They got they got more. The more warheads they got on there, the more, well, there you more go. nuclear. Listen. <laughs> All right. When you take a little firecracker, and put it in your little anthill, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to say, I'm going to put a little firecracker in the anthill. I'm not going to yeah. put a big one. Those ants are going to go flying on your face. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right? And that's what's going to happen. You know, whether you got one warhead, you got you got. They're going to go flying. <laughs> they're going to go flying on you. All right? So that doesn't seem to me that that to me it doesn't appear to be a, a rational decision you know? okay okay in my opinion but i you know i don't i don't have i don't have a button sitting on my office desk here ready to say hey i'm gonna sh- press this button if you don't behave mm-hmm. you know and uh and i don't you know in in the case of ukraine i don't see that being a, a positive thing for them uh and the same thing too with north korea no matter how nutso that guy is, he ain't gonna wait. He shoots over there, he's gone, you know? And, and you know, most countries that have tyrants like that, the people will turn on you faster than you ever think. You've been killing my family members, Mr. Leader. I'm gonna turn on you as soon as I get a first opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, human nature, I think. But uh, I think the moral you know. of this episode <laughs> is get to a re- bunker with re- oxygen. Oh, I was going to, and for those that can't reconnect with your family that you haven't talked to in a while, because everybody's going to be gone. Oh, man. No kidding. 
I mean, uh, I, uh, uh, you know, I was, uh, and you think of like, you know, my family in the uh, Dominican Republic, you know, that's a little mm-hmm. island out there, you know, that are kind of dependent on, on other countries, you know, for trade and all that disappears. You're going to have just people on an island, just basic needs, you know, mm-hmm. eating fish and rice and making liquor, I guess. <laughs> as long, yeah, well, as long as it doesn't generate a tsunami, I think. People in an island may be safer. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. know. They're cut off know. from the rest of the world. Um, Cuba is about, what, 90 miles away from Florida? Mm-hmm. That ain't that far. Yeah, that's true. You could see, uh, and from Cuba, you could see Dominican Republic, the lights at night. Really? Yeah, you know, you could see the, the lightness in the sky. So they're not that far from each other to be saying you know they're gonna be safe right <clears throat> if anybody's gonna be safe is uh, people in the arctic zone <laughs> yeah that lab out there in the frozen tundra you know that's those are those people and the people up in the satellite in the not in the satellite in the space station you know looking down yeah people on a cruise ship they may have a really nice view of the, yeah. of the bomb. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you notice that? Did you see that? Hey, look at those what? bright lights. What? I didn't see there. nothing. <laughs> look. Royal Caribbean's doing a fireworks show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that looks kind of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Carnival fireworks show. Look at this. Oh, Oh, wow, it's one big firework. Wow, look, oh, look at that, that wave coming at us. Maybe we should go inside. <laughs> let's let's go in and do the karaoke part of the show, part of the cruise. <laughs> Get away from the, the... That's enough of that. Let's go eat some dinner. <laughs> yeah, I need to go get some shrimp. Oh, man, from the all-you-can-eat buffet. I've never been on a cruise. I don't want to do a tangent here, but I, I've never been on a cruise, so I don't know what oh, it's like there. What it's, you want to know what it's like in a short short thing, what it's like. You go in a boat. They give you a, a little warning of what to do in case the boat sinks. They have a little exercise for you, and you, you know where your uh, station is. Uh-huh. All right, that's number one. Then you come in. And you start eating and eating and eating. <laughs> and at some point, you're like, man, it's two days. I haven't taken a dump yet. I better go figure oh, something gosh. out. Because <laughs> you are eating and eating. They got food from six in the morning, sometimes five in the morning, till two in the morning. All right. Mm. So there's food all day long, <clears throat> nonstop. And uh, uh, that and pool and drinking and, you know, the people on deck going, hey, we're going to have a little game. Let's do a little game. And uh, music and, oh, food again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like food from 6 to 10, right, as breakfast. Then 11 to 3, that's lunch. And then five to nine, right? That's dinner. And then like 11 at night to 
this two, I think it was like two in the morning. They got like a, a night show, the evening show, hmm. and there's food. Oh man, lobster at one in the morning. Oh my god, that sounds was, fun, dude. There was a lot of eating. That's all I remember. Uh, there was definitely, you know, dancing and some shows and, you know, but everything had to do with uh, a lot of eating. Yeah. Are know? they making cruise ships bigger yeah. to accommodate for, for bigger oh, people? Man. No. And uh, more the, food? You, um, the, uh, I know they, they always show on those ads, they show, uh, you know, the sweets. Mm-hmm. that they have but those most of the rooms are not like that we had a very nice room uh, at the time my wife and i were not married and uh, we had a cabin and ours had a, a porthole this big window you couldn't open it but it was a big window and you could see out of it and we were above the water line um but there are some rooms that are just when there's big waves you see that wave coming across your window mm. you know right. um while we were there we were there it was like a seven day trip and uh we did have some bad weather and uh, it affected the ocean ocean had some big waves that thing was rocking pretty good and it was a large ship you know right. and i'm like this thing is like a cork in the water <laughs> you know but uh uh you don't spend a lot of time in the room uh we were only in the room to sleep shower use you know use a bathroom and the only thing that i did that was kind of fun which people think i'm bizarre they're like what did you do in your room they had a uh you know everybody every room has a television and they have different channels that you can watch different things on Mm -hmm. the channel tells you like you know planning of the day activities of the day on the ship news weather whatever one of the channels was a camera facing the front of the ship just the front now all it was was a camera facing the front of the ship you see the bow yeah the front of the ship and then you see whatever's in front of the ship and i was amazed i don't know i found that very interesting why didn't you just go to the front of the ship no no it was because i was in my room chilling out because if you go out of your room you got to go eat and drink and i was i couldn't eat no more (laughs) i needed to rest from all this eating and uh, I found that interesting to me, you know, to see the that's front weird. of the ship from the room. It is. It is. But I, <laughs> because I you can walk. That's because true. Because you can go to the front. Maybe you don't like the wind in your face. Um, I don't know. Out of everything that they had on TV, that to me seemed like the most interesting. Um, but it was cool. It was cool. I, I would I would encourage somebody, you know, if you've never been on a cruise, go take one, you know. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't know how they're going to fare on a nuclear crisis, though. You need you need uh, fuel to run those those cruise ships. I think they run on diesel. <laughs> how much does diesel cost now, John? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Are we going to have diesel? Because I think uh, they said we got like twenty days worth of diesel left. Really? Did you hear that? Did you no. not hear that? It was like twenty twenty five days. Um, and I'm going to assume that that means, uh, the reserve, the national reserve, but they got like 20, just enough to get past the midterm elections. (laughs) Mm, mm. Isn't that mysterious? Yeah. 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 The, uh, that, that, and that, that feels supposed to be for 
you know, it's a reserve. It's, uh, you know, when you, when you have your car and it hits the reserve, that's when the light comes on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's when the light comes on. You're in reserve. That means we got a blaring light that's been going on. Yep. Running on empty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, it hasn't been this low since the 70s. That's what I've read. Wow. So the, the so this means the price of gas is artificial. Like this it's, means it's, it's not as expensive as it was a few months ago, but because it, it's we're pulling from the reserves, and when that runs out, that's when it's going to go up again. It's going to go up a lot. Yeah, it's going to go up a lot more than what it was. I can tell you that. But Tom, you have an electric car. The you what? Can ride on electricity. No, I know you don't. I'm just. I'm... <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody knows where electricity comes from. But it doesn't come from the outlet on the wall. I could tell you that. All right. I know that everybody plugs into the wall, but that's not where electricity comes from. Yes. All right. It comes from fossil fuels at some plant, you know. Running or, a generator, or a hydroelectric, or nuclear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think we have that many nuclear plants anymore. No, people got shut down. I know there's one in we New York. We should, we should have more. That is a it's a really efficient way of uh, creating energy. Yeah, uh, but, in Europe they do it. Uh, but the problem it's a lot is, safe. well, it's a lot safer than it used to be now. Yeah, no, but, it is. But the they have a lot of we rules. have are not safe. Yeah. No, they have a lot of rules and a lot of uh, procedures that people follow. And, uh, yeah, unless there's a rocket hits it, you know, it's very <laughs> it's very or, safe. Yeah. Or, uh, or a tsunami, like what happened the, in yeah, Japan. Yeah. The, the, the problem is that uh, you need to have those plants near water, right? So that would mean that you would have to have the whole Mississippi River would be lined with nuclear power plants. I'd and if you do that. that, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, you know, there's nothing free in this world, you know. So mm-hmm. everything you do has a consequence. And if you go and put nuclear reactors on the Mississippi River, guess what's not going to be in the Mississippi River? Fish. Uh, fish. That's correct. That is correct. Because you would change the temperature of the water drastically. Mm. And not You'd that I'm saying that's fish. Not, no. <laughs> You no. would have no fish. Okay. All right. You would have no, you would just have hot water going down <laughs> the Mississippi River. I know too many fishes that can live in hot water. Only bacteria live in hot water. <laughs> so uh, uh, that would definitely be something to consider, right? I saw this uh, gentleman who had a, uh, a Tesla. Uh, I guess it sounds like I, I watch a lot of YouTube. The, uh, <laughs> There's a guy, uh, he has a Tesla and he wanted to do 1600 miles on his Tesla without stopping. And what he did is he put in a motor, a gas motor in the trunk and it ran for a week nonstop, Hmm. uh, putting power into the batteries of the Tesla so that he can drive at 1600 miles, which is pretty amazing that he did that, you know, but that's not an electric car anymore. That's a hybrid car, you know. 
Yeah, I think a lot of Tesla owners, that's their backup plan is to have a a small gas generator in their trunk in case they get stranded and they can't get uh, a tow or anything. Yeah, well, uh, a generator, you know, you got to have exhaust, right? Right. The how are you gonna we can open the hood, open the tailgate, and have this thing. This guy took the rear windshield out, (laughs) and he had an exhaust pipe sticking out his windshield, and he stayed in uh, hotels, right? So he would go drive for the day, and go into a hotel, park his car out in the parking lot, away from the the building. And that thing was running all night long. All night long. I was like, man, I don't know too many motors you could buy at uh, the tractor supply that can run a week nonstop, you know. But uh, I think he had a Kohler motor. But it was running nonstop, keeping the batteries charged for 1,600 miles, which was, uh, that was his plan. But he's putting gas in it. You know, he pulled up to the gas station and they're like, oh, what are you doing? Got to fill up my generator. <laughs> <laughs> you always, yeah, I always smile when I see a Tesla at a gas station. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, man. So it's but, not 100% independent. <laughs> you know, but let's say all electricity is done, right? We got to go back to horse and buggy. You know how to get bicycle. a horse? I, I, I'm, I'm keeping my bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> I would use my bicycle for sure. Yeah. and then uh, Do uh, I know how to ride a horse? Yes, I do. Do you know how to get a horse? Oh. Horses are running out in the wild. How do you go get one? Well, there's an equestrian school down the street <laughs> here. I'd probably go over there and try to <laughs> take one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, but then how do you get that horse? Let's say you got the horse. Mm-hmm. How, all right, all right, I got a horse, okay? I, I'm in my little town here, my little house here, with my little yard, and I got a horse, okay? I gotta feed this animal, right? I gotta hitch him up to my minivan, right? So he could pull, <laughs> pull the minivan, <laughs> pull the minivan, right? I gotta oh, hook that, him that'd up. That'd be the worst use of it. Oh my god. <laughs> And then and then I'd put stick it on a minivan, right? I got to get some ropes or something. And then uh, somebody's got to sit in the driver's seat of this minivan. <laughs> I think I think the people that are not handy, all around handy, are are going to suffer the most. Oh yeah, yeah. You need somebody <laughs> because to, of these basic use. skills that you you used to learn. You used to, I at least when I was a kid. I uh, did a lot of stuff on my own with my Mm. friends Mm. and you just find things out the hard way or somebody teaches you. And sure. I think that's missed a lot nowadays. Yeah. We have a multiple generations that can't do things that were people would do, you know, 50, 60, even a hundred years back. I grew up with like, you know, I'm trying to fix something. And I, I use what I have. I don't go out and buy a specific tool. Now I do because I can. 
right? Mm. And because we're in America and there's a tool for everything. Right. But but when I was younger, it was like, let's see if I can fix this with just a, a screwdriver. <laughs> screwdriver and a hammer. Screwdriver and a hammer. <laughs> That's, That's right. it. That's right. That's all you can do. Like the other like yesterday, our washer quit working. The, the cycle finished and it was full of water inside. And this is the high efficiency side, uh, front loader. And I'm like, okay, that means it's not draining. Uh, so I turned it on, uh, off and on, and it's supposed to drain when you turn it back on. If it's full, I didn't hear any water coming out the hose in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me look at the filter. I opened the filter up in the front. Filter's clean. And very little water was coming out. Okay. So now I know that there's a clog, right? Okay. And so I'm looking, I shine a flashlight where the filter is, and there is a sock all the way in the back. So it passed the filter and got stuck where the pump is that pumps it out into the hose Mm. and out. So, but I could see it and I'm like, man, how am I going to get back there? Because my hand didn't fit and it was, you, you got to it from the front and the sock was all the way in the back. Right. And so I said, hey, I got a tool for that. It obviously is not a tool specific for this use, but um, I have these. Uh, the what, claws? The claws no, with the button? No, no, no. This is just, uh, it's the the stiff wire you use to run wire through your walls, run electrical wire through your walls, oh. right? You run it through tape the wire and then pull it back. Now you've pulled your wire through the wall where you need to go. Sure, sure. And it comes with several little attachments on the end. One of them is a hook. And I'm like, perfect. So I put on the little hook on this little stiff wire and I was able to put put it all the way in the back and hook the the sock out. And all this water just (laughs) came gushing out from the basket. Luckily, we have a drain under the, the washer. But that was just an example of, hey, I used something used for electrical wire to fix this other issue. Ingenuity, ingenuity. Yeah, we, we uh, I, I don't see how we have our, you know, 20 something folks, you know, 20 something teens able to, to, to think that way, you know, right. uh, to think that way. Hey, I got to do this. I mean, obviously we're human and human People in a short order, I think, would start developing tools, you know, to get things done as you as your needs increase. Now it's like, what do you mean Uber doesn't deliver food here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, a bomb landed in New York, so I'm not gonna get my sandwich. <laughs> I ordered Jimmy John's 30 minutes ago, and they I haven't know. showed up yet. I know. Uh, yeah, this whole, I, I think uh, uh, this whole COVID year, we're going to feel the ramifications of one year, right? One year, we're going to feel those ramifications for a long time coming, you know? Anyway, next depressing topic. <laughs> Brazil just had their presidential election. I don't know if you followed. No, no. Is, uh, is it a good thing or a bad thing? The guy that went to prison. For a, a little over a year, he got elected as president. So. Do we? You know, <laughs> I don't think we have competent people anymore to do these big jobs. 
and like some of the things he he said during his campaign he's gonna follow through on is wacky and i don't know why people voted for him <laughs> could it could have been a stolen election i don't know i, I don't know i didn't vote um we're required to vote in brazil yes. but um the way you don't you have to pay a fine and I would have to go to the nearest consulate to do that. So I didn't, I didn't go vote, but anyway, some of his campaign promises were, uh, in Brazil, you have what, what's called, they're like different departments, uh, just like there is here, department of education, department of transportation. Um, there they're called ministries Mm -hmm. and his campaign promise was to create 13 new ministries. For like, what? Exactly. Exactly. It's like Ministry of Ecology and <sighs> Ministry of Culture and Ministry. It's like 13 new ministries. And, and people are saying all of these ministries are going to have dozens and dozens of staff that you're going to have to pay. Sure. Unnecessary costs. And the previous president, Bolsonaro, he actually reduced the number of ministries and kind of merged and combined some. And this guy's wanting to create more to spend more taxpayer money. That's number Why? one. Why? I, For what this, purpose? I don't know. But <laughs> people that voted for him like the idea, apparently. Uh, he's also going to change the guy that's in charge of the military. That that one, Ray, I mean, he's in charge. I think it's the same in Brazil where you're at the chief of the armed forces. Yeah, because there's a... Uh... A, a, for lack of a better word, there's a department head. There's a chief for each uh, uh, military. No, right. Branch. Is that the title? I'm sorry if I messed that up. There's a, uh, what is it? Chief of staff. Uh, chief of uh, chief of the military. There's, well, yeah, anyway, commander in chief. Commander right? in chief. He's the president. <laughs> the the commander in chief. Yes. And then and each it, branch of the military has a a a, a, a chief. So okay. So as as president, he's going to change those commanders, or at least one of them. And I'm like, "Hmm, we can. That's not. I know he can, but that's very suspicious. (laughs) Given that this guy was in in prison for uh, essentially taking bribes and taking money from the government, him and all his other people associated to him. So when he's making changes and putting new things in place, he's going to put all his buddies uh, in these, in these jobs. And it's going to be bad for Brazil. Well, Ah, what are you going to do? What are you (laughs) going to go get pizza? (laughs) (laughs) My father-in-law, he laughs every time I say that, because that's a lot of Brazilian attitude is, "Eh, what are you going to do? Right. That's yeah. growing up. It might not be like that anymore, but Braz- Brazilians were very defeatist. They were like, eh, what are you going to do? That's how it is. It is That's what it is. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Can't do anything. Yeah, no, we, uh, you know, are they're encouraging everybody to, you know, to vote. And I, I've always been, uh, I, I have not always been someone that I felt voting was important, you know, like most youth, you know, when in your 20s and 30s. You don't, you know, like, yeah, what am I going to do? I'm going to vote. What's that going to do? Right. I ain't going to change nothing. You say and you're encouraging your kids? I, I am encouraging my kids now because we had a situation 
I think I mentioned it on another episode. I had a situation in my town when after I, I got married with the local, you know, uh, uh, government, local government in, in our town. Um, and uh, they ruled against me on something that was very dumb, in my opinion. Um, but uh, as soon as they did that, I said, you know what? I'm going to start voting. And I'm going to vote against you, Jamokes. <laughs> and if anybody asks me who I'm voting for, it's not going to be you people. And you're lucky I didn't have this podcast back then. <laughs> and and from that point on, I noticed that once I started voting, uh, they were paying more attention to me. Hmm. And when I started going to, which I haven't done here, but I started going to the uh, uh, local meetings. Meetings, you know, yeah. And you start showing your face there. And you start asking some questions. And they're like, uh-oh, right? I could just see the uh-oh. Tom from John and Tom is making yeah. moves here. He's, he's starting to mess up the works here. You but know? you don't just encourage them to vote. You encourage them to vote. I, <laughs> no, I, I uh, actually, uh, uh, pretty recently, because we, we went to vote, and uh, <clears throat> I did encourage my kids to vote a certain way, but... <laughs> But, um, you know, I, I, I pulled up on the internet. I said, hey, look, um, I don't want you to feel that you're doing something because I told you to do. I want you to understand and you make your decision, you know. Um, and I said, let's pull up. What are the differences between the different, you know, the two major parties in the, in the United States? And, and if anything, I should have pulled up the, uh, the, the minor parties, you know. So they can kind of see what the philosophy is. Mm -hmm. um, and then also um, take a look and see of what, what decisions they've been making, you know, as of late and in the past. And then judge, you know, yeah, you what, wanna, you, what you think you want to do. You, you want to vote for this guy who's going to take your money and give it to your sister? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Or for this guy, he's gonna take less from your paycheck and, and let you keep more of it. To work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if she doesn't work, she'll starve. That's right. That's right. You know. But uh, you know, I mean, we're joking about it. But there, there's <laughs> basic philosophies. That's that's. <laughs> there's some basic philosophies from the major parties, and I said, "Hey, which one do you think?" You, your 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 ideas are in line with you know um and i'm not saying that one party is better than the other because they both have their flaws and and i tell you right now if we just said everything is going to be for example the party everything every decision is going to go by the party every single decision uh john you and i would be eating soylent green <laughs> What? All right. If that, I think, and we would be having to pay nah, for every so. every resource. We'd be eating steak all the time. We no, <laughs> no. We would be. We would be. We wouldn't have water coming out of the out of the sink anymore. We'd have to pay for. Well, we do. I guess we pay for all the water that we use. 
everything we pay for, and it would be, you know, all owned by businesses and companies, and they would set the value of things. Um, and yeah, we would be eating Soylent Green, right? Because, I mean, the way it is right now, farms are run by corporations, you know? So if you want eggs, all those white eggs that you find at Walmart, those are corporation-produced eggs, you know? That's not always good, you know? And, and they make decisions based on the dollar, not based on, you know, what's healthy, right? You want to have some healthy water? Or you want to have Flint, Michigan. <laughs> right? You know, the chemicals. and Somebody chemicals. didn't do their job there. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I don't know if, how much you paid attention to that. <laughs> they had a fine source of water. And then they said, hey, let's move this. Uh, let's change our source of water. Right. From they here did. to the over here. Because yes. it's cheaper, and that's but fine. That's right. That's but right. they didn't account for the quality of the water. Not that the source was bad. It's it, whatever was in the water reacted with their infrastructure pipes. And that caused things to release in the water as it went through their infrastructure. Water and, was poisonous. Yes, Listen. because it was it was corroding somehow. And I don't ask me how. But somehow it was corroding away what was in the pipes, and it was causing it to be, yes, poisonous. Not only that, it was also uh, the, 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 a lot of the companies dumped their chemicals in that water, too. So somebody <laughs> didn't, yeah, somebody did not do the proper analysis of the water before making that before decision. That, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly Government right. workers for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's important that you know we need both sides right we need one side that kind of inspires you know growth and we need another side to make sure that when we do that growth that we don't hurt ourselves in the end right and i think mm -hmm. one party does that very well and one party does the other part very well so i think we i think we do need them both but uh when you have one party doing everything making all the decisions uh, I think it's harmful for the, the whole body mm -hmm. of, of the, the citizens in, in the United States, you know? Yeah, it's good, so, it's good to have opposing views because then you, you, you find somewhere in between exactly, an agreement. Exactly, exactly. So, so uh, um, they both have, for sure, both have important uh, value. But uh, when you have one party doing all their games, right, whether it's one or the other, that 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 doesn't help mostly though. the other <laughs> that doesn't help the 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 community as a whole honestly you know so uh um so i tell them i tell the girls hey it's important that you are aware you're knowledgeable about who you're going to vote for and when you're going to vote for them and 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 not only that you say you pick a person in that party that not everybody in that party is good you know um so it's important that you're, you 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 become a knowledgeable voter. So I encourage them, and then they they get upset. I get a lot of hemming and hawing, and uh, we got didn't we just vote? <laughs> <laughs> didn't we just do this? I'm like, you have to do it all the time, all right? Because they have local elections and they have uh, national elections. So um, here's a way to get young people to vote: put in 
some measure in there about marijuana every time there's a vote change something right and then it'll get their <laughs> get their attention <laughs> oh my god oh my god you know, uh, you know marijuana is illegal in the united states federally yes it is illegal in the united states and just because some states say screw that the beauty of america though the states have a ton of power they do they do um but uh you know but a bank is has to follow federal policies and if you go and deposit a hundred million dollars of marijuana money from your illegal marijuana business into the bank they're gonna have something to say about it well, that's why you deal in cash only that when you, you know don't how pay hard taxes. that is <laughs> Have you any idea how hard that is, especially now? I don't know. Because I, I went to a bookstore once to buy a bonsai book. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, it's this much if you run it through the credit card. <laughs> it's this much if you pay cash. <laughs> that sounds fishy right there. It was. That's it was. But uh, no, my one of my daughters said, uh, you mean I should vote for that guy? Because he took away my rights as a woman. And I go, we're going to have to have a conversation about your rights as a woman. <laughs> I said, she goes, yeah, that guy, that governor took made a law that you can. And I, she's referring to uh, that uh, you can't have abortion. Right, right. And I said, oh. I said, we're going to have to talk. I said, an abortion is not the solution for birth control. Okay. So if we got to oh, have that talk. We just lost half our. Listeners, Tom, with that, you took a stance on something. I didn't take a stance. I got to educate my kid, man. I got to educate my kid so she knows what the heck's going on, you know. Right. You, you know, we're parents still. Yeah. And even even though they're officially an adult. <laughs> you can't say that. That's a straight face. <laughs> Even though they're officially an adult, what a joke! Uh, you gotta, you got, you got to, you know, educate them so they Listen, know you're what, not an adult until you move out of the house and you're living by yourself. Dude, you're not an adult then either. You're, you know, when you become an adult, you become an adult when you have a kid. When you have a kid and you're responsible for somebody else in your life. Okay. And you have to do it selflessly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And even then I see a lot of adults that don't, don't do qualify. It right. <laughs> so, but, uh, oh, you know, but, uh, um, you know, I, I, tr I don't try to just say, Hey, do this, this way. I don't tell my kids do this, this way, because I said so. Cause I used to hate when my parents would say it, just do it because they don't want to explain, you know, the whole philosophy of, of, of why you do it a certain way. They just say, do it the way I told you and yeah, don't ask me no questions. Yeah. You, uh, I'm still at the point of, I'll explain to you when you're older. Right. That, I get away right. with that a lot, but at your kid's age, yeah, you do have you to can't. explain and, yourself. And then, and as soon as I, as soon as I, they hear me go, well, here's the thing right there. They, Eyes they, start rolling. I see eyes rolling. <laughs> you lost them as <laughs> yes. soon as you say that. Right. Because like the thing with the voting, right? My daughter goes, why do we have to vote this party? And I go, 
Okay, here's the thing. Oh, can you just answer the question? I'm like, I got to answer the question, but I, I can't just say the reason is because blah, right? There's, <laughs> you know, there's, that's not how it works, you know? And they're like, you and I, ah, yeah, because you got to, you got to go back, right? You got to go gotta back. Explain uh, a this big country. Part of this. <laughs> yeah, that's how my grandpa was. When you asked him a question, he did not give you just one an- one right. phrase answer. That's right. You know, he would go back and say, well, first you got to understand that when Adam know, and Eve, when they invented the shovel, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yes. exactly. And they, they, like I said, I start rolling. They're like, I don't need a story. I'm like, you asked me a question. Now I notice that they don't ask as many questions, but now I have to interject the answer more because they're not asking the question. You know? <laughs> I don't think that was a question when she said, why do we have to vote this party? You know, she didn't ask. She wasn't asking the question. She didn't didn't want an answer right there. She was just like, why do I got to do what you say is what she really was saying. Mm. Why do I have to do what you're saying? You know, and I'm like, well, there's, you know, let me show you. This is how it came. The differences between the parties. Do you like your standard of living? (laughs) They better keep voting. No, no. I. You know, we 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 just uh, you know we went through different philosophies of the parties, right? And certainly the actions of how people are interpreting that philosophy is spans you know all the way across the planet because we all have our own. Everybody's a unique person; they have their own idea. But um, you know, I told him here, this is the the basics. You know, the basics of the of the of the philosophy of the two parties. And, and the way it's being translated in one party right now, you know, is really goes beyond, you know, more into a liberal aspect, you know, free for all, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> you know, and uh, we're seeing, you know, the fruits of that, you know, right now we're seeing the fruits of that inflation. We're seeing all the things, crime, high crime, you know, New York, when I was growing up back in the seventies was a lot of crime. You know, you couldn't go through Central Park without getting mugged. People people know the Bronx is getting mugged, right? It's like, have you ever been mugged in New York? You know, and you're like, what? You know, and that because that was what would happen to you there. And it's happening now. I talked to my cousin and she's like, I can't take the train anymore because it's too dangerous. You know? And I'm like, the train that everybody takes, she goes, if you take the train outside of rush hour, even during rush hour, it can be dangerous. But outside of rush hour, if you take the train, you're taking a, a big risk, you know? <clears throat> so, but even, you know, they were having people, all kinds of crazy stuff going on in Grand Central during rush hour, you know? Just a lot of people that are mentally ill and they're really lashing out, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, it's a big problem and nobody's doing anything, you know? And it's, uh, somebody's got to do something. You know, you can't have a society like that. Bring back the nut houses. No. <laughs> Got to put these place people somewhere, and prison isn't 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 the place either. You know, prison right, is right. place. You know, prison really the intention of prison is so that you can you do something wrong, you go there and you get time out, right? You, you, and then they fix you, right? You get time out, and then they fix you, right? But if you got somebody who did something wrong because they're mentally challenged and you put them in prison, that's not going to help anybody. 
You know? Right. But, uh, man, we touched on a lot of stuff from uh, nuclear war. Oh, man, I don't think this episode's going to really go hit the air. Half of it's <laughs> going to be bleeped out. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, John. The, <laughs> this whole this whole nuclear thing, I, I, there is nothing positive going to come out of that, period. We are going to suffer quite a bit, no, not just here in the United States, but in China, in Taiwan, in Korea, North and South Korea, in, you know, all these major cities, even Dominican Republic, they're going to feel that in a really bad way. Because mm-hmm. uh, nuclear radiation, that doesn't go away, you know. the uh, I've seen pictures of World War II, how the cities were totally destroyed by bombs, you know. And people had to really clean it up, you know. Right. And if you add radiation to that, you know, I, I would think that's still in Japan. They're still, I mean, look at look in Russia. And uh, what's that that city uh, where the uh, the plant blew up? In uh, Japan? No, in, uh, in Russia. The plant oh, um, that people are going there and visiting and as tourists, <laughs> and they got to wear a, a dosimeter yeah. to check the radiation. Um, oh man, that's uh, slipping my mind. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but anyway, that that city is uh, still. You know, you go as a tourist, you got to wear a dosimeter, and you can't go in a certain way because that thing will start beeping. Oh, gotta yeah. go, gotta go, gotta move out of this section. You know, um, and I would think Japan would have the same issue, you know, with the fallout. Chernobyl. Yes. Yeah, Chernobyl. You know, they had, uh, even recently, people went as tourists to go visit there. And the city had to, everybody had to leave everything that they had. And things are still the same way, you know. And you still have radioactive, radioactive dust laying there. That doesn't just go away, you know. So if you go and spread a whole bunch of radiation across the planet, across the planet, that ain't gonna fare well. Yeah, you know, and and people could be getting cancer and skin lesions and losing hair. If, if that was the only problem, I think we'd be okay. <laughs>